0: hi welcome back to eat live love indulge with me your host kathy wakili the place where food family and friends come together to make the best recipe for life well while most of the world may be feeling a little bit disconnected at this point and it's true we are physically disconnected to the outside world however during this pandemic i I feel we've been forced to connect in different ways. And like, whether it be for work or for school, for entertainment, for just learning how to connect with one another in our own household. You know, we're spending every minute of every day. And we found out a little bit more about ourselves that we haven't already learned. We're sitting together for family meals in my opinion, have been lost for way too long in the family household. We're doing more group activities or we're, we're learning how to get through it together. And um, I think we're also learning that there isn't anything as powerful as the human connection. My guest today is Justin Shank, and he knows a little bit about connecting people and the human connection. He's a host of the top rated podcast called the Growth Now Movement, and it has been named top eight podcaster to follow by INC Magazine and chosen as an icon of influence in the new mediums media space. So if you don't know what new media is, it's it's pretty much podcasting is a part of that. That's part of that genre, new media. What started out as a way for him to connect and learn uh, from some of the world's most, t- you know, some of the world's top influencers and help one or two people along their journey has grown to be a podcast that is currently getting played in over a hundred countries every single week. He is also a host and creator of one of the most exciting live events for entrepreneurs and forward thinkers called the growth now movement live. Um, I got introduced to Justin about, Oh, I think it was hmm, a few years, no, quite a few years ago, maybe 2017 and life got in the way and we didn't connect. And then I stumbled on his podcast just by chance and started listening because I I was starting to listen to other podcasters when I I wanted to get into this world. And I am hooked. So I encourage you to listen to his podcast because I'm all about growth, all about encouraging others to find, to tap into their potential. And I want you to welcome my guest, Justin. Hey, Chase. Kathy, hey. I'm hey, so excited. I,
1: I told you before you hit record, so we'll put it on the record. I love your show. I love how real it is and I love oh, the conversation and I'm honored to be here. So thank you so much.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. I was happy to be a guest on your show too. And uh, I'm, f- I'm glad we finally made that happen. See how this pa- pandemic, how this quarantine is is bringing people together it's in true. more I mean, it, ways it slowed than one. The
1: whole, it slowed everybody hey. down in a good way. Like it was needed, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So tell... Everyone that's listening, a little bit about who you are and how you got started and what brought you to podcasting and about growing. Um, just just yeah, dive I mean, right in. You know, Tell it me. was a
1: long journey, really. I mean, if you go back to me in high school, I, I jokingly say that if there was a senior superlative for least likely to succeed, that would have been me. Uh I don't I don't one Oh, it's, yeah, it's just crazy. I had a 1.7 GPA, uh, mostly due to me not wanting to pay attention, not necessarily because I wasn't smart enough, but I had a 1.7 GPA. Mm-hmm. My mom was in the middle of a 20 year opioid addiction and my dad was in jail. And so if you look at that, all signs <laughs> pointed to, you've got no shot, kid. Like there would be no hope. The good news was- right. I didn't go to college, so when I turned 19, I got a job in direct sales because right. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't work at Wawa for the rest of my life, uh, which was my job at 17. Uh, but I got into direct sales and I did mm-hmm. really, really well. Um, but what that job did for me,
0: because you have a personality like that's that's amazing. Oh, thank you, amazing personality and connecting with people. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I mean,
1: what what? But really, what that job did for me was it introduced me to self development. And it made me realize that I have ultimate control Mm -hmm. over my life. Like, it doesn't matter where I come from. It matters are the choices that I make to create a better tomorrow. And at the same time, I had an employee Mm -hmm. that came up to me and said, you know, Justin, I probably would have made more money working at McDonald's. But because of what you taught me, I have a direction in my life now. And it was that moment where I was like, that's what I want to do it just took me a really long time to figure out how I can kind of implement that. And I've had failed businesses in the past and all that stuff. And then podcasting became the vehicle for me to be able to do that. Uh, And I've, I've been podcasting now for over four years, which is kind of mind blowing uh, how quickly those four years have gone. But long story short, that's what got me into podcasting uh, and self-development. And and that's what became the vehicle. Um, obviously, the purpose was found in a, in a really, really dark place for me. We can dive into that if you want. Um, but, but for me, mm-hmm. it was really about how can I help as many people as I possibly can? Um, and I didn't expect it to take off the way that it did. I didn't expect to connect with and become friends with the people that I have. Um, but I feel blessed every single day.
0: That's wonderful. I love hearing about... You know, my my son was just talking about a documentary he was watching and it was about I think it was called something of Odessa. I'm not really sure, but he was talking about how these Russian immigrants came to the United States and said that they could do anything here. Anything is possible here. And um, you are living, living proof of that. Anything is possible, regardless of what your beginnings were, regardless of the odds that were put on against you, uh, regardless of. All the, the, you know, cause teachers can, they do a lot of things, right? They teach us, they build us up, they motivate us, but they could also yeah. put this stigma on us and label us. And we walk around with those labels a lot of times. Unfortunately, a lot of, a lot of young people do, and not just teachers. I'm going to say any person of influence in a child's life can have that impact on a child and you end up believing what other people are saying about you or, you believing the t- the statistic that you're born into, and for you, I just find it wonderful and and so inspiring that you saw that this wasn't that wasn't going to define you, and um, you know, growing up as you did with with, I, I don't want to say strikes against you, but you did. You had strikes against you, yeah. and you overcame those things. And did you find that was there one person or one thing in your life that? was a pivotal moment that changed the way that you were going to, you know, besides the working in Wawa, um was there somebody that changed the way you, a moment that clicked? You know, you? I think
1: for me, it was a, a number of things, right? So one, it started out. And, and I always say, when I talk about my parents, I always want to preface, they were amazing parents. They were extremely supportive of my, my crazy sure. dreams and my goals. They just, yeah. they just had their own personal flaws that they couldn't, mm-hmm. they couldn't overcome. Um, but so they were right. always supportive of my crazy ideas. I mean, I've had mentors along the way. I, I wouldn't say one necessarily sticks mm-hmm. out. I think that. I think that it really started with, I don't know what I wanted to, I didn't know what I wanted to be in life. I just knew what I didn't want. I knew I didn't want to struggle financially. I mean, I've seen my mom's car get repossessed. I've seen these crazy things. I knew I didn't want that in my life. Mm -hmm. I also knew Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to be this Mm -hmm. person who walked around depressed, hurting other people just because I didn't like myself and all these things because that's what I witnessed, right? And so I think the biggest teacher for me or the switch moment for me was, hey, look, um, I know what I don't want. And in order to not do that, I need to follow right. a different path. And that was then again, falling into self-development and stuff like that. Um, I think our biggest, our biggest teacher at times can be those rock bottom moments can be seeing other people fail and falter. Yes. And, and if we need, but we need to be smart mm-hmm. enough to self-reflect and say, how do I avoid that? Right. Because they say, if your parents are an right. addict, you have a 50% chance of being an addict. And if your parents in jail, you have a 50% chance of being in right. jail. Like, if you look at that, I'm a hundred percent screwed at that point. If you do the math. Yes. Right. <laughs> um,
0: right. Sure. You know what I love, and I don't want to cut you off, but I don't want to lose this thought. The fact that it, it just, it, it touches me so, so deeply that you don't look, you didn't look, you chose not to look at your life and blame anyone for it. And that right there is breaking the cycle. And so like, like you said, like you just talked about your parents, how they were great parents. They were, they were always, you know, were supportive of whatever you did instead of someone say, well, I'm fucked up because my parents were, you know, had these issues and you chose to break the cycle. And that to me is the, the most important key there. You, you, they had flaws, but they, you didn't allow those things to become your flaws and you you're at peace with, you know, the way things were, but you chose not to let that define the rest of your life going forward. We can't change, you know, my husband and I always talk about, people from other countries or people born into poverty or they can't change where they were born. They can't change the circumstances that they were born into. They're just a product of it, but they don't have to continue on that path and go along that path. And you found a way not to do that and break the cycle. And that is, and and you're doing so much for other people to take them out of that shell and make them go forward too. And I think that's wonderful. I think, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Just um,
1: I, I'm definitely not, uh, perfect. Right. So I've had plenty of flaws. I still have flaws, but I think the, the thing for me is I, I focus every single day on growing 1% in some way, shape or form. How can I just get mm-hmm. a little bit better? Like, and, and I've done this through hiring mentors and mm-hmm. coaches and joining masterminds and doing all these things that these entrepreneurs talk about. I've actually done it. Right. And, and that was the idea of like, okay, I said right. in my life, I'm really bad at love relationships, I've destroyed every single one. I've self-sabotaged because right. I haven't until that point, I, I, until recently, I didn't see a healthy relationship. So I had nothing to mirror after. Right. And so I was just not right. good at it. And so what I did was I hired a relationship coach and I said, I want to get better at this. Um, and instead of pushing blame, mm-hmm. I want to accept the blame. I want to fix it. Cause I realized a long time ago that mm-hmm. it's not, it's not anybody else's fault ever. Right. If we accept, if we take control, if right. we accept what we accept and we control, what we can control, we can create the life that we want. Right. Like now I'm in a super healthy relationship with the woman, a, a woman that I've always wanted that type of woman who supports me and my crazy ideas, the woman who also mm-hmm. has her own drive and her own determinations. And, and for me, I was like, I mm-hmm. had to become the person who deserved that first. And I wasn't that person.
0: And you had to believe it yeah. that you were worthy of it as well. That's part of it as well. And I love that because it's just um, it gives everybody hope that they can have those same things too. And I just think it's amazing. And there's no, there's no, uh, I don't want to say shame, but there's nothing wrong with seeking help. Like if you didn't know how to ride a bike, you'd ask someone to to teach you. Right. If you didn't know how to cook, you'd watch and you try to learn from someone that does know how. So like you just said, if you, you want to have a healthy relationship and you see that there are people out there that can help you with that, there's no shame in going for help to do that. And so I love the fact that your podcast and the work that you do is all about growing. And And for me, I, I'm a firm believer in that we're forever a student. And I say that all the time, a student of life, a student of skills, whatever it may be, there's always something more that we could learn and, and take from um, meeting a chance relationship, meeting a a chance person that we could learn something special from them. So uh, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and let's talk about how you're coping with being quarantined and you're in this relationship. Uh, What's your girl's name? Your girlfriend, Lauren. So you're in a relationship with Lauren that you never expected that you would be in and and you're a perfect match for one another. She does. She has two children. So you and you don't no, have any children of your no, own. No,
1: no children of my own. This is a, this is a whole married, new adventure right? for me for me to try and explore for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. So here you are, you are in a relationship, you got and you have a ready-made family al- already. And so for me when I became a parent, I I always say that, you know, l- babies are given to you small, so you learn to grow as they grow and you learn to grow as a parent. As you're learning, you know, as they start to grow, the the responsibilities and and everything starts to grow along with it, um, and that's why God gives them to you small. But for <laughs> you, you just jumped right in. So uh, yeah. and now you're quarantined. Um, so you're and you're buying a house, and you're going to be moving in together. And um, so how's uh, that been know, for you? Been...
1: It's been a learning process and and I'm learning more, even more now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it's a, it's a blessing and a gift, mm-hmm. right? Like obviously her kids are awesome, but at the same time they're kids.
0: Yeah. They look like they have so yeah, much light coming out of them. They're incredible yeah.
1: kids. They're so well-behaved uh, at certain times, but they're also still kids, right? They're, they're nine and seven. Um, they're kids, and sure. you know, mm-hmm. I think the win was that they're caring, but it's funny cause I, you, you said you had, you don't have kids. And I never thought that I would have kids in my head. I was always like, Uh, Uh I I take or leave it. Right. Like if I met a woman who I felt would be a great mom and she wanted kids, great. I would have kids, but it wasn't like I had this like innate, I need to be a dad. Yeah. Like burning desire. Um, And so I, I met Mar, and it's kind of funny. I I recently shared, we just passed our one year anniversary. You know, I shared that when I met her, she was moving to Seattle. Like a a number of months after I met her, she was supposed to move to Seattle and obviously she didn't move, but it was one of those things where you get into this, this, you meet a girl and you're like, let's see where this goes kind of deal. Um, and then within, I think a month and a half or two months, she made the decision to stay. Now I will preface mm-hmm. that with, I said to her, I can't be the reason you stay. Like if you come to right. me and say, Hey, I'm staying because of you, I'll break up with you. Like, I didn't want right. that I on my that. shoulders, you know, right. you know, you, it's you a never big, know. Big, Yeah, sure, it's huge. It's um, sure. and so we kind of jumped in quickly and it became a serious mm-hmm. relationship pretty quickly. Um, and now being a father figure in a way, Um, to Mm -hmm. these kids has been, it's been stressful. It's been exciting. It's been rewarding. It's been all of these things, but I'm learning, like you said, you're given a baby. So you learn with them, but now I'm learning at a rapid pace. Um, Yeah.
0: You had to take the fast track.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Really? I mean, really you, you have to, but you know, I think there's, there's a lot of people in this scenario that they're unsure of what to do. And I think the end of the day was I was just myself. Um, right. and I, and I allowed it to happen instead of allow, instead of trying to control it. Right. I was like, Hey, mm-hmm. if these kids want to be attached to me, like I'll, I'll allow them to do that. Right. And so, right. You remember, didn't force it. I remember the first time her son said he loved me and I like, I froze and I was like, uh, I don't know how to react to this. Right. right? Um, right. but it was a learning process. Like, how do you. It's a different kind of love, right? Because I'm not mm-hmm. their parent, but I care about them so much. And now I talk with Lauren about how when Lucy starts dating, the seven-year-old, whenever she starts dating one day, right.
0: um going to be crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be crazy. And like, how <laughs> yeah. am I going
1: to react to these boyfriends that I don't want around? Because I care about right. them like they're my own. Right. And so absolutely. I, I think the main thing was I just allowed it to happen instead of mm-hmm. trying to to play a role or to whatever. I'm just right. just Right. And so the, the right. joke is like somebody, a friend said to me, He was like, Yeah, it's like a it's like a family now. Just add Justin. So that's the hashtag now, right. just add Justin. And that's great. Um, I love it's, it. it's just kind of it's organically happened because I think both Lauren and I are strong independent individuals um that know mm-hmm. what we want and we we attacked the relationship in that way.
0: You let love happen to you. Yeah. And that's an incredible force. It's incredible. And the innocence of children in the love form is even more so. I mean, because they love with no conditions. Right. You know, oh, if you do this for me, I'm gonna love you. you they just love. They they're not taught that yet. You know, they they haven't been outside the in the, the hard world in that respect. So they just love they feel what they feel and they make no excuses for it. And when they're upset, they're upset, whatever. But um, you love, you let love happen to you and you, you, you embraced it and, and you were ready for it because of the steps that you took beforehand, you yeah. know, of learning how to accept that into your life and be ready for it. Yeah. You and and I think life,
1: uh, and I know you feel the same way. I mean, life doesn't give you things you can't handle. Right. Right. If I, Oh, absolutely. If I wasn't yeah. ready for that step, if I wasn't ready to, cohabitate with them, um, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't have been given the opportunity. And, and so I had interviewed. So part of this, the part of what we hadn't talked about yet is my mom passed away five months before I launched the podcast and she lost the battle to opioids. And it was really tough because my mom was my, my biggest cheerleader. She was my biggest fan. Um, but again, she had her own demons. Right. And I say all the time, my mom Uh. didn't die because of she had an addiction. My mom died cause she didn't love herself. And so mm-hmm. that really began my own journey. And through the podcast where you hear me talk about overcoming adversity and, and creating the life mm-hmm. that you want and how do you find happiness and all these things is because my mom couldn't find it. And, and innately, I didn't know how to find it because I, I, that, right. I was raised by a woman who didn't know how. And so I was never taught. Right. How do I, how do I right. figure that out? Um, and so the crazy thing is, and I don't know, this is a, well, actually, I know you believe this because you had a medium on your show. Um, yeah. You know, I believe <laughs> that my mom is still around and she's guiding and there's certain things that are happening. Uh, and I interviewed Gabby Bernstein on my podcast and...
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. That was such a great, <laughs> a great, great interview. Yeah. Oh my God. I love her. She's amazing.
1: Yeah. And so after the call, yeah. part of pe- what well, people didn't hear, because I stopped recording, she goes, I want to let you know that your mom came through. And she, I love that. Yeah. And she's say, she's saying that you're going to play a huge part in these kids lives and that you're there for a reason. And like, I Mm -hmm. got emotional. Like I started crying on this zoom call with Gabby um, because I was like, that's, that's unreal because this is a woman who I wanted her to see me grow as a man. um, And as, and as a good partner to my girlfriend, because I wasn't that when my mom was alive. Um, Right. And so I think the thing is like, you're given these gifts at the time you're needed. Um, And you're given these obstacles and opportunities and all these things that when you're ready to handle them. Um, And so for me, it's really cool to see that I'm on the right track. Does that make sense? Right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when you're doing something right, you feel it. Yeah. It it flows from you. It doesn't seem like it's hard. I mean, there are some hard moments of course, but then you get through them real quickly because it, it the flow of goodness just keeps coming right after. It's like a push, you know? Okay. I'll get through this. You have the confidence to get through it. And, and I love that. And I just want to tell you my viewers that I'm on a zoom call with Justin and I could see him. You can't see him, but the sincerity in his voice, I could tell because he, when we were talking about his parents before he was getting teary eyed, (laughs) (laughs) you were, I could see it happening. (laughs) And, and I love, and, and it just so, further solidifies and thir- further, um, you know, uh, like I said, solidifies how much you still love them and still uh, appreciate whether good or bad, appreciate the the lessons that you learned from your parents. So um, good for you. Good for you, Dustin. Yeah. It's Thank not you. easy. I'm sure Um, to th- what brought you to this point. So let's talk a little bit about what have you been doing with the kids and and lauren and 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 during this time of uh quarantine have you been cooking together have you been playing games what what have you been doing have you like broke out with the board games that you haven't opened up in
1: years and years and years so so i can say this there's been a lot of outside time and family walks and um we constantly you know the cool thing is we we do sit around the table and eat and it's something that we kind of did before. Um, right. but it's something that's pretty much every night now, unless something is up, whether I'm on a call or whatever, which is rare right. at, at dinner time. but you know, we, we're all sitting around the table. We're forcing the seven year old to eat what we're eating. That's a whole, a whole nother a adventure whole there. Yeah. Um, you right. know, sometimes we revert to the Mac and cheese if we're a little off with what we're sure. eating. Um, but it's really about the one. It's like tonight's game night. I think we're playing Sorry. So like we're doing okay, things cool. to engage um, and 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 try and keep the kids off the screens as much as possible because it's easy right now to fall into mm-hmm. that, get stuck, stare at a screen. And and I'm guilty of it too. Like all of a sudden I'm like, what am sure. I doing scrolling through Facebook for no reason? Um, just I because know. everything is slowed down. So you're like, how do I keep my mind active? So we're trying to do that with the kids and they're really good with art and activities and they're, they're busy with that stuff. But I, I find that not only us, the four of us, but I see it all the time. You drive around town and you see families walking together. And Isn't that amazing? Out. Oh my God. I, I was, I was driving it's the other so day great. and there was like this family walking together, they're just staring at a, a, a pond. And I'm like, that would have never yeah. happened two months ago.
0: No, because they have been rushing. Okay. You, you saw it. Let's go. Let's get us off to soccer practice to get us off to here, to get us off to here. There's so it's, it reminds me now I'm older than you. So it reminds me a lot of when I was growing up. The streets were filled with kids, mm-hmm. like riding their bikes. Where parents are outside in their garden, they were a lot. Everyone was outdoors, spending more time together. And I really, and I'm loving it. And getting back to the meals, yeah, maybe you sat down for meals. It may have been quicker, but now those meals seem to linger more. Right? Yeah, you're spending more time around the table, and that to me, that's part of my upbringing, my my heritage, being Italian a meal wasn't over in in 10 minutes it was you know it's an event you know i know that's not practical for everyday life but you know what even if we set aside once a week to make it a point to have when going forward when we are back to normalcy somewhat normalcy yeah, it would be normal. really nice to be able to um set aside at least one day a week to Linger along that meal and enjoy. Yeah, everybody's company. I mean,
1: you know, it's funny because in my childhood it was like that too. I mean, we had family dinners. I was outside constantly, um, and there is, there is a feeling of that again, right? There's Mm -hmm. a feeling of like people wanting to connect. Like I think removing connection has wanted us to like finally want it again, instead of just being disconnected because we live we've lived in this plugged in world for so long. Um, that people now, and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens when they open the doors to the world again, uh, how people connect. Maybe it's, maybe it's with a fist bump instead of a hug, but you know, hopefully we can all connect again and truly engage with one another. Like
0: I, right. And really listen to everything that everybody's saying, not worrying about the next thing that they're going to do after they have, you know, engaged with this person. Okay. You know, like really pay attention to what this person's saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like that's why I've always loved doing these podcasts. Like as the Mm -hmm. interviewer, you get to be engaged. You're listening to every word and and you're Mm -hmm. worried about wanting more from them. Right. So like, why can't we take that into our everyday life and conversations as far as those deep dives and those understanding of like, I'm here now present and mindful of what's happening versus like you said, the next thing. Um, But that's why, that's why I've always loved the podcast. Actually this morning I was supposed to give a talk at a local chamber um, this morning and it ended up getting moved to zoom, obviously. Uh, right. and so we, we did the zoom call my Q and a, somebody said, how do I become a better listener? And I was like, just care about what people are saying, like be engaged, right. like give it, give it sure. a, the chance. Like people are super interesting if you give them an opportunity to be.
0: Oh yeah. And really pay attention because from what they're saying, you'll find you, you could really pick out the meat and potatoes and really like pay attention to the words they're saying, not just the I shouldn't say the meaning of the words are saying not just the words. So, um, tell me a little bit more about Growth Movement now. I'd love to hear about it. So, when uh, the first few podcasts I listened to of yours, I was immediately, you know, intrigued about this whole event that you you host every year, right? Yeah. Every year in in Reading, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and how you chose to keep it in Reading. That's where you live.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so, tell me a little bit about that
1: you know the the event was it, it came from this idea that I wanted to I want to impact people on a different level. Like the podcast is one thing. but a ton of people, like obviously, there's thousands and thousands of downloads every episode, but a ton of people don't reach out and I'm like, what kind of impact am I truly making? Um, and how can I connect with my listeners on a different level? How can I also, on top of that, give them the gift that I have? And that is, I get to interview some of the world's most intriguing people. Um, whether it be success in relationships or business or health or life or whatever, I get to learn Mm -hmm. from them. And so how can I give that to other people? And that was the idea behind growth now movement live. So why reading Pennsylvania? Um, I think because people would look at me back when I was 16 and say, you've got no shot. And people kind of look at the city of Reading like that. Like you can't, you can't hold events like that in Reading. That doesn't make sense. You guys don't have an airport. You guys don't have the infrastructure to build out. You don't have these things. Uh, And I was just kind of like, watch me, watch and see what happens. And last year people came from 16 states in Canada to attend. Um, And actually this year we obviously had to push the event back, but people are already coming from 18 states in Canada uh, and it's taking place in September of this year. But it was the idea of like, number one, I wanted to give, people, the gift that I have every single day to have these conversations. Uh, and two, uh, I wanted to hold it in Reading because I wanted to number one, prove a point that it doesn't matter where you come from. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And I also wanted mm-hmm. to give something back to this town to, to show this town that it has the opportunity to compete with some of the biggest cities in the country. Um, right. the reality is I probably could have sold more tickets if I held it in like a Philadelphia or New York or Miami or something like that. Um, but that's sure. not what it's about. It's about right. real connection and people that want to be a part of this. Um, and so yeah. actually one of your, your, uh, cast mates, is that what they call it? Like Albie Manzo was one of the speakers last oh, yeah. year at the event. Oh, okay. Uh, and, Great. And a, a mutual friend, Fabio Viviani was, was one right. of those speakers last year. And then the speaker lineup this year is, uh, you know, killer as well, because I've been, I've been given a gift. And I think I've been given that gift so I can then give it to other people. Um, And that's the idea about, about the live event.
0: That's wonderful. And, and like you said, the people that you speak to on a day, like on a regular with uh, your podcast, it's a, it's a way to connect people face to the physical, you know, that they've listened to their story. They listen to your podcast. And now it's a chance for them to be there live and hear the person physically talking and get inspired and uh, you know, motivated to grow. Uh, I love that. I love everything that you're doing, you know, because we all need, we all need that, especially now, Mm -hmm. a lot of people right now, since we're home and we are cooped up and we're, we're thinking about our next step. Like a lot of us are, maybe, maybe someone needs a push to start thinking about their next step and how they're going to go forward. For me, it's been, it's been a great time for me because I, I talked about a little bit, I was a little bit in my feelings back in November, realizing that, yeah, November-ish, my, my daughter's getting married in September. She's going to be moving out. My son was most likely going to be moving, you know, out soon. And I was like, it's going to be me and my husband. And I, you know, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, something's got to change. Something, we're going to have to grow from this. Yeah. And so uh, the podcasting has given me an opportunity to talk about those feelings because I know a lot of other people. Must be feeling the same way, and uh, an, another outlet for me to um, to just explore and um, work on my creativity and connect me with other people. So you also help people get started on their own podcast, don't you?
1: I do, you know, and it and it's funny because it, it kind of happened by accident. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I still, when I launched the podcast, I was working full time. I was in the corporate world. I was in medical sales. I was doing well. Um, and so when I, when this podcast started to really take off, people started asking me questions like, Hey, can you help me with this? Or how do I do this? Or what's this? Or Mm -hmm. how'd you do that? Um, and then I was like, I can't keep helping people. I don't have the time. And then people started to offer to pay me. Like the first guy was like, I want to pay you for this. And I was like, okay. And then it became, and then it became a thing. And that's kind of how I've built out my event. But everything that I do, I have to kind of tie to a deeper purpose because right. I have to enjoy it, right? Um, right? The technical side of podcasting is not the thing that wakes me up every day. Um, right. It's it's the messaging. It's the understanding that I'm helping people feed a family or helping people grow their brands or helping people get mm-hmm. their message out there that the world needs to hear. Because uh, I'm a big believer that every single person uh, has a message message that needs to be heard, at least by somebody, right? To help right. change their life, to help impact them in the right way. Um, and so I have been given a gift that I can help other people do that. And I've always said that I, I want, I want it to reach millions of lives with the idea that you can live a better life, right? Like it doesn't matter right. where you come from. And my podcast not, might not be the only vehicle for that. It's everybody else's podcast. It's the, this podcast right. that I'm on as a guest or the people that I work with and, and kind of do their production and the coaching with them. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I only work with people with a solid message you know, people that, that have a deeper purpose beyond just, Hey, I want to make a couple dollars off of this um, right. because it needs to fall in line with everything that I do. Um, and I just feel, I feel blessed with the, the gifts that I've been given and, and then the people that I get to work with now. And I think their messaging is, is phenomenal. And I, and I'm glad that I have a little part in it. Right. I obviously have a team of people that, that produce it and stuff, but um, it's, it's really one of those things for me that like, I just want to be involved with people and partner with people that, that have that have the drive to give more than they receive. Um, right. And that's really kind of what I've built my whole entire life off of. Mm-hmm. I end every I conversation. I feel that,
0: that a lot. Yeah. yeah, Because I feel that the in the gift of the giving is what you're receiving back from it. it does that make sense?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, People, yeah. you know, I, I ask everybody on my show, what's your definition of success and what are three things you do to ensure that success for right. yourself? And all those things are, are like they all the three things they do are all to fill their own cup. Right. And so right. I was like, well, what are my three things like that? I just do for myself every single day. Uh, and, and one's meditation every single day Two, I, mm-hmm. le- I read or listen to something that I can learn from every single day. Um, and then the third one was I reach out to people and just check on them. People that are in my right. circle, people that so I build those relationships. People are like, well, isn't that for the other person? I go, no, that's for me. Like just right. so, because I know that they appreciate it and that fills me up. Right. And right. so I kind of live in this whole give first and then know that the world will pay me back. It doesn't need to be exactly. the person that I helped. I know no, that it'll come back tenfold though.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And I love, and this was a great, se- you're good. Se- Really good, Justin, (laughs) segueing into the next thing I wanted to talk about. And we've touched on this a little bit via text and via just um, commenting on each other's uh, photos and stuff. Um, Content. Everybody's pushing out content, right? And everybody wants to be the next big blogger, influencer, uh, podcaster. They all want it. They, everybody wants something fast, fast Mm -hmm. tracking it, you know, what is your advice that you would give? And and I think we're very simpatico on this, um, to anyone that wants to get started and, and someone wants to be an influencer or someone wants to be a blogger or whatever the case may be, what is your advice to them to get started and, um, some key things to remember during this whole process for them?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing is they have to be really authentic and, and truly who they are. I think mm-hmm. we live in a world now where we see all these quote unquote influencers and these individuals, you know, spreading their message. Right. And then they right. go, Hey, I want to be like Joe Rogan. Hey, I want to be like Lewis house. Hey, I want to be like Gary Vee. Well, you're not them. You're you. Right. Right. Like I'm exactly. Justin Shank, and I am right. myself through and through a hundred percent of the time, whether I'm recording something or with my friends, like the greatest compliment to me is when I finally meet somebody in person and they go, wow, you're really just like you are on your podcast. And I'm like, that's right. isn't that the point? Right. Exactly. When you have that mix right. of like, I'm not that person. Right. So I'd say the first thing is be authentic. Number two, don't even, don't even worry about how many lives you're touching. Worry about how deep you're going with the people that you are touching. Right. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the first time somebody ever reached out to me, uh, was somebody from Japan and they said, wow, it's like super early on in the podcast. We were, we were doing like 60 downloads an episode. It was terrible. Okay. Um, and that's what I was worried about until this moment. Somebody from Japan reached out and said, I love your show. It ins- it's inspiring to me. That's all they said.
0: 60 people, but you touched one. In Japan. I mean, right. <laughs> like, I mean, how great is that? Yeah. To, like if you could go on every day and know that you could just touch one person, you know, or every week touch one person a week. You know, multiply that down by how many weeks you've lived on this earth. Yeah. I mean, isn't that amazing? And then the people that they are touching. Yeah. So I think that's a great message right there. That's really even how small you start out. It doesn't matter. You don't know who's listening.
1: That's it. And it doesn't I mean, it does if you look at it from a business standpoint, right? Because like a lot of people go, oh, I want to build a business around this. You don't need three billion followers to build a business. You no. can, you could do it off of a hundred. You could do it. Like right. there's a book like about a thousand true fans. I forget the actual title of the book, but you have a thousand mm-hmm. true fans and, and you could build a massive empire for yourself, but you have to do it authentically and you have to be willing to give and give and give. Um, right. I mean, I did the podcast for two and a half years before it ever did any, did anything in return for me. I just showed up every week because of that one person from Japan that said, you're inspiring me. And then all of a sudden it slowly trickled down. And I've had about five or six people not reach out to me and say, because of your show, I decided not to
0: commit suicide. Oh my God. And I go, that's, that's so powerful. Yeah. I go, what See if I don't again. show up? That's you, exactly. Those people are depending on you. Wow. That's so powerful, Justin. Yeah. Really great. Really great. Um, You know, and so, getting to that, the influencer thing and the whole blogger thing and the whole, you know, social media thing. Stop getting caught up on these likes. I mean, mm. how many people, how many people buy likes or buy followers? Ugh. Like how fake can, I mean, like take a look at your life, people. If you're buying likes and you're buying followers, that's like being a kid in school and buying all of your friends ice cream every day, just so they could like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it's so funny. I, I spoke at an event. Um, and you know, obviously they read my bio and all these things. And I, I spoke and then somebody had the audacity to go, I want to ask you why you don't have more followers on Instagram. Hmm. And I looked at the guy dead in the face and I go, because I didn't buy them. Right. And he goes, <laughs> Oh, and then he ended up pulling exactly. me aside later in the day. And he's like, yo, dude, I have 14,000 followers on Instagram, but like none of them are real. I go, then yeah. why does it matter? Like, I don't, I don't right. care how other people view me other than the people that need to hear my message. Right. And so right. I don't need to face forward and say, Hey, look at my 30, 40, 50, hundred thousand. I mean, what do you have? 600,000, 400,000 followers. Like
0: about four something like yeah. that. Real ones like that, though. Yeah.
1: Right. And right. so I go the people
0: that I engage with often. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like you give so much value on your social media. It's crazy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I try
0: to, you know, especially during these times, I feel like it's been really important to be a positive, you know, just a positive um, what's the word I'm looking for presence for people that are just like, I mean, I do care. I, I want to know that everybody is still hanging in there and, you know, keeping with it, you know?
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Some people
0: could say that I am a little bit of a, you know, I look at the world through rose-colored glasses. Yeah, hell yeah, I do. (laughs) Who wants to look at the world through dark glasses? It's dark enough out there. Yeah, I want the roses everywhere. Yeah, and you? Why not? The
1: reality is, though, when you look at life like that, there's more, there's more positivity that comes to you. It flows through you when you focus on the good. More good comes. That's the Mm -hmm. reality of it all, right? And and don't get me wrong. Look, I know that we're in this quarantine. Coronavirus, COVID nineteen, whatever you want to call it, crisis right now, pandemic. Um, and there are moments, and my girlfriend will attest to this. There are moments where I'm like, I'm going a little crazy. Like, I just want to yeah. go out to lunch with my friend. I miss my friends. I miss right. going out and seeing them. Right. Um, but I'm also, I'm also truly focused on the gratitude of what's happening right now. Like we've mm-hmm. been given a gift at this moment to focus on the craft of improving ourselves. So exactly. You can ask yourself, how are you spending your time right now? Are you listening to a podcast that's making you better? Are you binge watching a show on Netflix? Are you reading a book or are you scrolling through Facebook? Like you're, you've been given the gift of time. The world has slowed down. Uh, and if you're you're either working on yourself for better after the pandemic or for worse, that's up to you. Exactly, um, but, but you know, the reality is there are moments where I still get caught up in like, wow, this really sucks. Um, but I'm also very, very aware of the gifts that we're all, we're, we're all being given right now. We just have to be aware of them.
0: Right. And I've also done, uh, something else. And if you might agree, you might not agree, but I've gone through my social media and I've looked at the people that I follow in my feed and I've like looked, okay, does this person, does this account make me feel better about my life? or does it make me feel worse about my life? It makes me feel worse about my life or it's, it's giving me negative energy. Then you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to disengage and I'm going to have to actually sit, hit the button that says seem less of this, you know, because I don't even want it to pop up on my, my explore page. You know um, I want things that are going to only bring positivity in my life and filter out all that other stuff that can bring you down. I'm like, People say, oh, you're, you're very positive. Yeah, but I'm just like you, like we're, we're all human. We all have those moments of doubt. We all have those moments of uncertainty, uncertainty, uncertainty (laughs) about ourselves. And, you know, we mess up just like I just did on that word. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And it's normal. It's normal. But, you know, it's, the fact is that the important thing is that we don't get stuck there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, oh yeah, I tripped. But, you know, I picked myself up and I'm, I'm going again. Yeah, you know?
1: One of the, the greatest pieces of advice I ever got, this is actually from my my relationship coach, who was also my spiritual coach as well. Um, I was I was upset about something and I was it made me a little mad and I was talking with her and she's like, how are you feeling right now? I'm like angry. And she's like, awesome. You're allowed to feel angry. Mm-hmm. And it was like this like sigh of relief. I I was never given permission to feel anything but happy before that. And now all of a sudden I realize I have the same right to feel angry, sad, happy. All the things are all that it's all on the same level. You're allowed to feel it as long as you let it go. It's okay to feel angry, but it's not okay to be an asshole. Right. So like, those are the things we need to focus on. Feel, feel your feelings.
0: Identify them.
1: Identify them, appreciate them and then move forward. That's all we can do. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And I I learned that early on too. um, And I think that's helped me to identify what other people are feeling too and not judge them as well. Like, yeah, he's angry right now. I'm not going to react to that anger because it's just going to escalate it or she's angry right now, or she's feeling frustrated right now. It's okay for them to feel frustrated. But if I take out my frustration on them with their frustration, we're just, it's a cluster, you know? So let them work through what they're feeling, give everybody the time that they need and then just, Move forward from there, you know, because it's not going to last forever if we don't allow it to. Yeah, and, right?
1: and you know that's a great tip right there. You talk about your thirty years of marriage; um, that's a huge key. Yeah. Let them be. Let them be oh, mad. Yeah. Don't fuel that fire, oh, yeah. and then talk about it later if you have to. If not, exactly. let it go,
0: because you're not going to break through that wall. No. It's made of cement right now, <laughs> and it's actually cement, and it's pushing the cement blocks back at me. So you know what? It's okay. Say whatever you have to say. This is temporary. This isn't what you really who you really are. Mm. Um, and then when you calm down then we'll talk you know but sometimes you, need, you just need that you know i and i find that crazy enough i happen to surround myself with people i choose those type of people in my life yeah and um for whatever reason um i've chosen to be around those type of people and i know how to deal with them so it, it works like i've grew up with it i my husband is like that my kids are somewhat not so much but you know um and i've learned how to deal with it and how to help those people. So I think that I'm there for that purpose as well. Yeah. You know, a sounding board. I always find that you find someone, you seek someone in your relationship that has the qualities that you may not have to balance each other out. And you know, that's the way of, I've, I, it's always worked for me. So um, I want to switch gears a little bit about one of my biggest passions. And I'm sure that, you know, everybody, uh, whether it's a need or a luxury or a pleasure or a passion of yours, food, let's talk. So <laughs> in Redding, is there a specific food that Redding, Pennsylvania is known for? Like, you know, in Jersey, we all have, you know, we have our sausage and peppers at the shore. We have our hot dogs all the way. We have uh Taylor ham and cheese. And yeah, you know, so one of
1: those. It's know. funny that you asked so this question. Me. I never yeah. thought that this would come up on any podcast interview I ever do. But Reading's actually the pretzel capital of the world.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If I wasn't coming to Growth Now movement live, now I'm coming for the pretzels. <laughs> so we
1: have we have a number of so like um Snyder pretzels here. Um okay, we've called Unique pretzels. Um, okay. which is like, they, they do kind of like cool stuff. They actually have a pretzel festival festival here, like a pretzel and beer festival here. All Love that. that. Stuff. When is yeah. that? Is it in October? No, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I'm gonna have to look into that. Okay. I'm jotting this down pretzel and beer
1: festival. I know it's not during baseball season. Cause it's at the, the okay. minor league baseball stadium that we have here. Okay. Um, Which actually okay, the, so the after party for my event is also at that minor league baseball stadium, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool. Um, But, but yeah, so we're known for pretzel here, um, mm-hmm. which obviously not the healthiest food, but, but Berks County is not known to be the healthiest place on the planet either.
0: <laughs> okay. So now where, how in, in, um, regards to Jersey to, well, I'm in North Jersey, so mm-hmm. it's a little different, but I'm about 20 minutes outside of the George Washington bridge. So how far are you from there?
1: It's like two hours. So okay. we're about two hours to New York, hour to Philly, two hours to Baltimore, kind of like centrally located okay. um, from okay. that standpoint. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've been out to Hoboken a couple of times. Um, okay. And so that was about two, it's about two hours depending on traffic. Okay. So right now i will probably okay. be less than two hours because there's no traffic. on yeah, the Yeah. Cause there's no
0: one, <laughs> yeah. there's nobody on the road. Right?
1: Um, so yeah. yeah, so super close, but like different worlds.
0: Oh yeah, is there a lot of farmland? Is what what what's it like outside out of the
1: city of Reading? Um, there we have a okay. lot of farmland. We have uh, a lot of agriculture in the area, but the city of mm-hmm. Reading actually—it's—it's it's interesting. About five years ago, it was the poorest city in America. Um, wow! And I so didn't know that. it's making a comeback finally. But I, mm-hmm. I really like seeing. I like seeing the growth. the growth that is, that's, that's sure. happening in the city. Like, uh, you know, now there's restaurants and distilleries opening up in the city, whereas five years ago they didn't have any of that. Um, and, and again, part of the reason of me holding my event here is because I want to be a part of that. Like I want to highlight right. it before it's already known for that. You know what right. I mean? Sure. And I'd say we're about five years out from Reading being a destination again, but apparently back in the day, like Frank Sinatra would come out and hang out in Reading.
0: Really? Is there a lot of industry in Reading? Is there, what what's happening? Is there, um, is there a big, I shouldn't, what am I looking for? Uh, is there a college nearby? A, yeah, so a we big have
1: university. We have a number of universities. They're smaller. So like Alvernia University. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we have the biggest satellite campus to Penn State here. Um, oh, okay. So that's good. And then we have uh, Albright University or Albright College, which okay. is a smaller one as well. And then as far okay. as like companies, so like Penske Truck Leasing is here. Um, okay. which is a huge trucking company across the country Deco, which is like the world's largest battery manufacturer. So this uh-huh. has always been known as like a, a manufacturing town. Uh, and I okay. think we finally realized took us a long time as an, as a, as a community, but about five years ago, they finally realized that that's not coming back. Um, right. And so they've well, had to pivot know. and shift and I'm interested to see what it becomes. I mean, right. it'll be interesting to see what the next wave is. And I think they're still trying to figure that out.
0: Right. 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 So um, you mentioned that there's a lot of growth in restaurants and uh, in your area and small businesses. And so I want to give a big shout out to the small businesses that keep us going uh, throughout our everyday life and to remember to support those small businesses because they really depend on the community to keep them going. And they've been here for us during this pandemic time. They've been breaking all the rules as far as the way that they uh, normally would do business not and I don't mean breaking the rules in a bad way I mean thinking outside the box and thinking of different ways to serve the community so I want to uh, give a big shout out and reminder to everyone to you know take into consideration and support those small businesses because they really their families depend on us as well it's so true. that's really important during this time um, so what is your favorite thing to eat so I ask I like to ask my guests they're, illy, they're I can't. I, yeah. Ely. So they're E L L I what What is their favorite thing to eat?
1: Um, so actually it was funny. I just had this conversation with Lauren's kids the other day. We we're talking about, I think Aiden, her, her, uh, nine-year-old was like, what's your favorite, what's your favorite food? And I, it was hard. I'm, I'm very much American like pizza, wings, right. burgers. Right. Um, uh-huh. but I, I'm a. I will eat Buffalo sauce on anything. So I'd say probably wings would be my, my okay. go-to like if I, my final meal would be good wings. Um, okay, I know that's not so exciting. Your favorite?
0: No, it's great. My husband loves them as well. And you know, it's funny how he orders them. It kills me, but he orders them extra, extra, extra well done yep. sauce on the side, hot and, and, and medium <laughs> sauce on the side. Cause he wants to be in control, but, uh, yeah it's he'll even send them back if they're not extra done enough mostly bone but whatever (laughs) so where's your favorite place to have them
1: yeah so there's actually a place they're not even open for takeout which really surprises me during this time um but there's a Uh place in the city uh called the pike cafe best wings they're organic wings um, uh-huh. but I, I, do also order them extra crispy, not extra, okay. extra, extra, but extra crispy. Yeah,
0: he's a little, my husband's just extra in general. So
1: <laughs> I love it. The, um, yeah. but that's, that's my favorite place locally to hear. Um, probably my favorite wing across the board and I've, I travel a lot. So that's saying yeah. a lot. So Pike cafe right yeah. here in Reading PA, in my opinion, has the best wings.
0: Okay, great. Big shout out to Pike cafe in Reading. Um, okay. So live. Is there any specific place that you've lived that you would like to live your dream place to live? If you could live anywhere.
1: It's going to sound super cliche because we've been talking about reading so much, but I, yeah. I choose to live here. Um, and I think there's a reason for that. Uh, I, yeah. tr- I travel a lot and I feel blessed that right. I can. I've been all over this country and um, grew up in South Jersey on the beach and that was great. Um, yeah. But, I, but I, reading's my home, you know, and, and there's oh, a reason that, that Lauren and her kids are moving here versus me moving where they live. They, they live 45 minutes from Reading, Um, and so uh, I would say here, I would say I would stay here. Um,
0: I love that. I love that. You're so content with where you, you, you are you home. Yeah. That's, that says so much about you too. That's really great. I love that. Yeah. Now, if I had to get
1: creative, um, I will say this. I love San Diego
0: yeah yeah that's there's a reason why it's one of the biggest places for people to move to yeah uh yeah there it's not by accident it's it's pretty incredible San Diego's pretty incredible it's a great city Yeah. yeah uh okay so love what do you love to do what is one of your favorite you know what what just sets you on fire what do you love to do Um, It could be anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think for me, I, I just love spending time with the people I truly care about. You know, Mm I, I identify as more on the introvert side, believe it or not, Uh as as a speaker and a podcaster, I I identify more on the introvert side, but if it's people that I love, I can't get enough of it. So if you're one of those individuals, like my close friends and my loved ones and girlfriend and all these things, like my favorite thing is to just spend quality time with that. I'm not talking just to be around them, but like quality time, having good conversation, deep conversation. Like me and my girlfriend have seen each other pretty much every day for a year. um, Mm -hmm. And we can still have deep conversations about life and love and spirituality and all these things. And so I think for me, my favorite thing to do is just have deep, serious conversations with people that I love. Um, love It fills me up. And I think I think that would be it. And if it's my buddies, it's over a nice cigar, which is always a good thing as well.
0: That's a good thing. Sure. (laughs) And that just this, this conversation came so full circle because I started out talking about the human connection and there you go. You, you just, um, you know, reiterated exactly what I'm talking about, the human connection and how important it is and talking about what, what sets your soul on fire Um, and indulgence. Do you have an indulgence? Is there one thing that you just, you know, that's what you consider your indulgence could be food, um, life, whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I indulge on life all the time. Like I love everything about life. Like that's the thing I'm happy every day, but I would say a cigar is probably an indulgence for me. Yeah. A, a nice glass of scotch. Uh, is yeah. a nice indulgence for me. Um, but I, I mean, I think, I think, it was funny because after I interviewed you for my podcast and we were talking about uh-huh. indulging and what does that really mean? Um, I right. really started to think like, I think I indulge all the time in such a good way. Like because right. I'm just happy all the time, I'm constantly just like soaking up life and indulging right. in all the, the finer things. Like, and I'm not saying fancy things. I'm not saying expensive right. things. I'm just the saying important things. Yeah. The important things. That's a great yeah. way to say it. And so for me, mm-hmm. it's, it's just living life. Like I just indulge in yeah. life.
0: Yeah. When, when I first started, you know, the whole idea of this podcast and I said, okay, I have to, the word indulge, it means so much to me in so many different ways. It doesn't, most people automatically assume that it has to do with food and it doesn't necessarily. It has to do with conversation. Indulge me in the conversation. Indulge. um, I love to indulge, like it could be a, a, a really cozy hot bath. It could be just a hug, you know, there's so many different things that we indulge ourselves with. Um, and it's something that you really, really um, hold close to your heart. And yeah. so I think that's what, what uh, the indulge really stands for, for me. And I love that people incorporate food with it as well, because, you know, that's the that's the thing that brings us all together around the table and, you know, community. It's true. So, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So this conversation has been awesome. Justin, I, I enjoy talking to you every single time I get a chance to, and I look forward to having you on again, if that's okay. Of course. Um, uh, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, keep doing what you're doing because it's <laughs> fantastic. And I look forward every week and I, I also enjoy your, your, your quick little growth movement. What do what the, do you call the, them the again? The moments
1: of growth. Yeah.
0: Yes. I love that. They're quick. They're just what you need to get your day going. Um, and they're like, what, six minutes or so? Something, Something like that. that. Some of them,
1: they're like two yeah. and a half minutes. I'm like, I, I guess I yeah, got nothing I love left. that. Um, but but yeah. it's,
0: it's really great Thank because you. it's just a little, it's when they come to you and it's really important. Uh, I find a lot of times when I'm, I'm inspired or motivated, if I don't write it down or voice it, it's gone. Yeah. And so I love that you are taking those little moments and you're sharing them with people because- uh, they're, they're like little perfect little nuggets. Thank you so wisdom. much. I, yeah.
1: You know, hearing that you love the show, it, it truly means a lot to me. Just thank you so much for being incredible. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, and, and I'm, sh- I'm excited to see where this friendship goes. I think that we'll, we'll yeah. see each other in the future for sure.
0: I, 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 look forward to it. I can't wait for you to come out to Jersey, sit by the pool, have a glass of scotch and yes. Uh, a nice cigar with Richie because you were going to be laughing your butt off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what,
1: that, I think I said in the intro to your episode, I was like, apparently I have to meet her husband because apparently he's the funniest yeah. dude on the planet. So I'm excited he's about that. Very <laughs>
0: sarcastic. He's very raw. He's very real. And, um, he makes no excuses for how really is. And love he, I'd love for you to, you know, meet him and, uh, learn his story and you'll understand where he's, how he's become who he is because of, where he came from and his evolution. So I look forward to it. Thanks again, Justin. Say hello to Lauren and the kids and good luck with everything that's coming your way. And I can't wait till we talk again. Uh, It's been a pleasure having you. Awesome. Thanks. Enjoy. Stay safe. See ya. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, one minute quickly. Yeah. Where can everyone find you? Where can everyone listen to your podcast? Tell us a little bit more about what's going on and everything that's Justin and how they connect to you
1: oh yeah so uh they can search for the podcast growth now movement wherever they're listening to this podcast that's a good way um if they're interested in that live event the website's gnmlive.com uh, and then i'm on instagram at justin t shank is my uh is my username there so justin shank was taken i had to throw in the middle initial um yeah but uh but that's that's where i'm at and so if they want to connect with me please reach out i'm, I'm willing to help and. Uh, and, you know, where where I can. So reach out and and I'd love to hear what everybody's goals are. So shoot me a message and let me know.
0: Great. Awesome. I will uh, um, add those uh, little bits into my show notes. And after this podcast, I'll go to the details. So you will have all of that there for you when you are looking for Justin. So thanks again, Justin. Stay healthy, stay safe and good luck. Thanks, Kathy. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening. This has been a great conversation with Justin. Have a great week and I'll see you back again next week. If you get a chance, go over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review the show, share it with your friends. This podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again, guys. Have a great week. Love you all. Bye.